This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Today on CityCast Portland, we're talking with Willamette Week City Hall and politics reporter Sophie Peel about the future of Portland street response, especially now that its founding program manager, Robin Burick, has resigned. Studies have shown that the roughly two-year-old program has been successful in not only assisting people experiencing mental and behavioral health crises, but also reducing police and hospital intervention. In other words, Portland Street Response is meeting all of its goals. But even still, funding for future operation and expansion is uncertain. And a quick note that during our conversation with Sophie Peel, Robin Burick announced her resignation. So you will hear Sophie refer to Burick as the program manager of PSR in the following conversation. But as of this recording, a successor has yet to be named. It's Wednesday, July 5th. I'm Claudia Meza, and this is what Portland's talking about. Sophie, thank you so much for being here. Yeah, thanks for having me. You know, I've been wanting to uh, have you on for a while now because I feel like I've just been wanting to talk about the Portland Street response for a bit now. And I know you've been doing a lot of uh, deep diving into uh, the situation around it. So I was wondering, why do you think the Portland Street response, like the people who work at the Portland Street response, feel like the city wants them to fail? Gosh, I think that's a big question. And, you know, We've done reporting on it. The Oregonian just put out a big piece on it a couple mm-hmm. a couple days ago, and there's sort of a lot of moving parts. But I think the gist of it is we have new leadership in office, and that new leadership is, I think, trickling down to the fire bureau. We've got a new interim, you know, fire chief coming in who's going to replace Chief Sarah Boone, who was, you know, appointed by Commissioner Joanne Hardesty. So if we back up a little bit, Portland Street Response was championed by Commissioner Joanne Hardesty. She's the first mm-hmm. black woman on Portland City Council. Um, and, you know, this this program was sort of her baby and it was really well liked. It was well received. Um, and then last November, she was unseated by Commissioner Renee Gonzalez, who was backed in his election by the um, by the fire union, which, you know, when when the fire union does not back the commissioner, the existing commissioner in charge, that sort of says a lot about how, you know, sort of uh, disenchanted they are by current leadership. So the fire union Backs Commissioner Rene Gonzalez. And I think before he came into office, it was, you know, there's sort of this big question about, well, is he going to stick with the fire union? Is he going to answer to their requests? Is he going to stick by this program that, you know, is successful in many ways, but was sort of the the baby and the pride and joy of his predecessor and the legacy of his predecessor? Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, it's only been five, six months since he's been in office, but I think just little things that are sort of trickling out show that there's less dedication to preserving this program. Less investment, right? Just yeah, from everyone sure. around because right. it was literally what I'm hearing is, you know, just so you know, Hardesty didn't just like come up with this program. Like she actually looked at other cities that had similar programs that were that were working. You know, Denver has STAR, the support team assisted response, very similar to the program that we launched. And, 
Hardesty brings in, uh, you know, Fire Chief Sarah Boone, and she doesn't get endorsed again. And now there is this, like, her baby is kind of just floating in this in this fiery bureau with with absolutely no one really invested in keeping it alive. Uh, is that what we're like trying to get to? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I'm. I mean, I think Chief Sarah Boone was. I think she did a good job of remaining pretty neutral. She was an appointee by Commissioner Joanne Hardesty. She was a friend of Hardesty's by many accounts. But I don't think she ever. And and you know, when I say the fire, it was the fire union that had endorsed Gonzalez, not you know, not the fire bureau. So that wasn't a boon. You know, that's very much like rank and file endorsed right. Renee Gonzalez, not necessarily fire bureau leadership even though there is somewhat of a trickle-down effect. But, yeah, I wouldn't say there's really, you know, I, I kind of hesitate to use the word champion because I think it's really overused. But, like, Rene Gonzalez, I, don't, I wouldn't call him a champion of Portland Street response. You know, and mm-hmm. the Oregonian had, had made a couple, you know, points in their article that, one, there is federal funding available for Portland Street response, and Rene Gonzalez and Chief Ryan, or incoming Chief Ryan Gillespie, you know, haven't figured out exactly like how to access that funding or how to tap into it. So there seems like to be a bit of a lackluster effort on that on on that part. And earlier this year, obviously, Renee Gonzalez had banned the distribution of tents, which is one of PSR's main things is they hand out tents, they hand out food. And then chief, you know, incoming chief Ryan Gillespie had put a freeze on all new purchases of food and other supplies. And so it seems like slowly Portland Street responses like kind of arsenal of tools that they can use to help is being depleted and not replenished. So what I read, Sophie, is uh, in order for it to get funding, federal funding, they have to do they have to go 24-7. They have to be available like an emergency service. And they haven't been able to launch that service because they're understaffed and they're right. understaffed because Gonzalez and and Gillespie uh, are not planning on hiring anyone new. Yeah, there are va- there are six vacancies. I think the Oregonian had reported there are six vacancies, and they have no intention that we know of of filling those vacancies. And it's a small staff. You know, six doesn't sound like a lot, but I think total they have fifty eight people, and so six actually, you know, really it's like a you know it it matters in that in that sense. So um, yeah, there's there's a lot to be seen, but I think we are seeing the slow like disintegration of support within Gonzalez, if if not like intentionally, just by like um, neglect almost. And why would they want to see? This is the question: Why would they want to neglect a program that's working? That like the numbers have come in, you know. Mm-hmm. I I think that there's a lot of people, and and I think that you know there's always this kind of uh, yearly report by Portland State University where they look at the kind of efficacy of Portland Street response, and and I think there's a lot of people that would say those results are you know shining and and they're fantastic, and then I think there's others that would say, well, you know, is this really working? Is handing out supplies? working like it's diverting you know four percent of calls that would potentially go to the police bureau but like is there something better that we can do and i think for i think gonzalez and i you know i don't want to speak for him necessarily but i think he thinks this program is misplaced under the fire bureau i think he thinks of the fire bureau as responding to fires even though that has really become not their function in recent years just because of the increase in homelessness and addiction and mental health crises but 
He wants to offload this program. I mean, I think that's the gist of it. I think he doesn't want it within the fire bureau. And I think that's partly because he does feel like Portland Street Response has sort of been infiltrated by more of an activism tone and a homeless advocate tone rather than like mental health practitioners. And I think those both exist in that program. And let's talk about that real quick, because you said Renee Gonzalez wants to offload, but yet he had an opportunity. It came up like, hey, Renee, you know, you don't want this. It's clear you don't want this within the fire bureau. They were like, hey, let's move this to the community safety division. Mm -hmm. Um, Fire officials, commissioner, senior staff, they all supported the idea. But Gonzalez just kind of was like, no, we're not we're not going to do that. So that further fueled, I feel like that sentiment within the Portland Street response, like he doesn't not only does he not want us, he wants to keep us and tank us. Why do you think Gonzalez said no to that move? I don't know. Yeah. So like I can't I can't speak to that. You know, I think Gonzalez is too politically savvy to think that keeping a very popular program and then tanking it, intentionally tanking it, is going to be good for his political reputation. I do not think he is that unsophisticated. So that, to me, doesn't make sense. Because, again, it is a popular program. If he keeps it and just suffocates it, that doesn't look good for him either. So I don't think it was that simple. And, again, I I, I don't know what happened behind the scenes, but I, I, I am very hesitant to say that that was, like, the intentional kind of, like, machinations behind it. Okay, let's take a quick break here. And when we come back, the division within the Portland Street response and the Fire Bureau. Hey, it's John from CityCast Portland. Let's face it, sometimes bad stuff happens. A serious injury, a catastrophic accident, even a wrongful death. It can really turn your world upside down. And when it does, you deserve unwavering support from a dedicated team. Yeah, you need a lawyer. Dia Moore Law Group has over 30 years of experience protecting the rights of Oregonians. Their team of skilled attorneys, led by the renowned trial lawyer Tom Dia Moore, will work tirelessly to make sure your voice is heard and your rights are protected. Here's what one of his clients said. Tom fights for his clients from the first day they meet him through the last day of trial. So if you need help holding those responsible for your injuries accountable, contact Diamore Law Group at 503-222-6333 or visit diamorelaw.com to schedule a free consultation. They're committed to fighting for the justice and compensation you deserve right here in Portland. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. So I feel like there is a a lack of direction of what Portland Street Response is within the Bureau. Like, what is the Portland Street Response supposed to be doing? Like, what is, because I feel like half of, you know, from what the reports that we're getting in, like, even the Portland Street Response doesn't even know within their own ranks. Like, are we an advocacy group for the houseless or are we an emergency response group? 
I think there is that divide internally. I mean, we got some records a couple of weeks ago that, you know, showed like an exit interview by a top supervisor who very clearly laid out this. There is also an internal divide, too. I don't think it's nearly as contentious as the divide between like the fire bureau and Portland Street as a whole, like sort of the political divide. Right. But even internally, I think there's real confusion about like what it what is our purpose? Are we supposed to go out there and hand out supplies or are we really just supposed to go out there and soothe people and, and prevent something much worse from happening? Well, you know, journalists from the Oregonian, Nicole Hayden and Shane Dixon Kavanaugh, uh, a few days ago just printed one of the most like comprehensive takes and like looks into what's going on with the Portland's response within the city level uh, and the fire bureau. So really the two main characters here are, are Renee Gonzalez and incoming fire chief Ryan Gillespie. So they got a quote from Renee, and I just wanted to bring that up, um, where he's quoted as talking about the Portland Street response. He said, we've got a shiny object over here that gets tremendous love and attention. And we've got a whole rest of our organization collectively, you know, collectively public safety that has felt like at times it's not getting the attention that the shiny object has. I wrote that one down too. That's the one quote that I grabbed from that, just because it seems like sour grapes. Exactly. It just feels like, I'm like, are you jealous of are you jealous that this hardesty program worked to give renee a bit of credit i think everyone sees the fire bureau and the police bureau. you know it's 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 normal functions that are expected to work they're not shiny objects because they've always been part of basic city functions so i think they are just expected to work but i do think renee has a point when like our fire bureau isn't working I mean, mm-hmm. it is in dire straits. We're spending way... I mean, our budget sheet is all is all out of whack. We're spending way too much time on overtime. We don't have enough firefighters. They're not being used properly, essentially. We're sending full-on rigs to someone who's like, you know, isn't acting right for various reasons. I mean, the fire bureau is broken. So he's he's got a real... I think, you know, I, I do think that quote is like a little bit of sour grapes. And at mm-hmm. the same time, he's got a point that like a much larger function... Not that it's more important, but, a you know, someone that has or a bureau that has like 600 workers versus versus 60, it's broken. And I think just because there is this sense among us that like the fire bureau just does what it does, like it just works and mm-hmm. it responds to our fires. We do sort of ignore that, like this bureau is in real turmoil. They're not responding to fires quickly enough. You know, there is there's attrition there like we we're not staffed up. So I do think he has a point that like it's it's nice to take this this kind of pinnacle program and say, look how great it's working. Well, at the same time, you know, we aren't really paying attention to the fire bureau. So even though I do think that quote like definitely has some sourness to it, I do think he has a point. But why didn't Gonzalez let the program go then? <laughs> it's like, if it's if it's this program that's like taking all this money from the fire bureau, you think the smart thing to do would just be like, all right, who wants it? Yeah, take it. You deal with all the people and their feelings that we don't want to deal with and all these, you know, we don't want to deal with this. We have a different culture here at the fire bureau. We're a bunch of bros or whatever it is. Like, we don't want to deal with this. Fine. But that's like, that to me is the question. That's why, like, I want to talk to this to anyone. It's just like, why won't he let it go? Why are they holding on to it if they can't, if they're not going to expand it? And if they don't, I mean, according to the Oregonian, this, this blew my mind. Gonzalez hasn't even been on a ride-along. To the Portland Street response. I read that and it was, that, that was really interesting to me because 
you know, he's doing a, it's, it's sort of a typical for the new fire chief to like go to every single fire station within the first year, do a little tour. Um, but that was really, that was, mm -hmm. I think that was a much more telling tidbit than I think a lot of people realized was that he hadn't been on a ride along. Uh, you know, I guess there's other things that could have, you know, I, I guess I could see a scenario where prone street response is like very protective of their clients and maybe they didn't offer that, but that stuck out to me for sure. If we are to keep Portland Street response uh, going, like what kind of support will it need from the city and the county to be successful? Uh, well, I think if 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 it is possible to get federal resources and there's always federal resources available, they're not necessarily easy to access, but they are available. We got to tap into those. I mean, I think it's, you know, gets into a much bigger discussion of like, how is a city's budget best used and where are we wasting and where can we shave off? Because Portland Street response budget isn't large. I mean. 10 million like in in the span of the city budget it's it's very small i mean like sometimes i look at the millions like i think i saw portland parks and recreation like three million dollar project to like you know build a small bridge in you know some i don't even know what park i mean like sometimes you look at these budgets and it's like man 10 million doesn't seem like an impossible get but but again, I do think, you know, money is usually at the at the heart of issues. And I think if there's federal funding available, why on earth are we not fighting for that funding? Exactly. And it seemed from uh, the Oregonian report that no one within uh, the Fire Bureau, or the Portland Street response knew how to get that money. It was sort of a shrug, which 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 would mean to me that if there's not even if there's not the knowledge of how to get it, it means that you haven't done your homework and you haven't figured out what it would take. Because if you know how to not get it, then you can articulate it, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, um, I do believe there was an addition that OHA is stepping in and now trying to help them find that money, which is great. The Oregon Health Authority mm -hmm. trying to find some federal funding. But yeah, I mean, this is important to me anyhow. Like, I want to get to the bottom of this just because being told that Portland Street Response works, that it's it's actually benefiting everyone involved. It's helping the police it's helping our failing emergency infrastructure system. Like we're not, let's not mince words. Like Portland, when you call 911, it's going to be a while, <laughs> you know? And if you're calling 911 because you're seeing someone have a mental crisis, having somebody that gets there, you know, and it doesn't take 40 minutes, I feel like that's necessary for where we are right now. And why wouldn't we support a program that is, according to all the reports, doing a great job. What do you think? Do you think it's going to stick around this program? I just think it's. I just think it's too early to say. I. I just. I don't know. I. You know. I don't really want to. Um. Yeah. I don't know. It's not a good answer, but I don't know. <laughs> it's too bad, Sophie, because because I was going to record you, and then if it failed, I'd be like, remember when you said it wouldn't, Sophie? <laughs> <laughs> and then it'd just be like, gotcha, that idiot. <laughs> No. It's a gotcha show now. Yeah, totally. Just go we just gotta record it. Record this. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. Exactly. <laughs> it's just a lot of echo. <laughs> uh well, Sophie, thanks for looking into this. Thank you for keeping us, you know, abreast with what's going on. And also if anyone, if you're listening to this and you're like, I have so many more questions. Please Google it. Look at Sophie's article. She goes in depth a lot more, especially with the county um, and their interactions with the Portland Street response. And also check out the article on the Oregonian that Nicole Hayden and Shane Dixon Kavanaugh just uh, put out. And Sophie, if anything, if if any of my wild takes uh, turn out to be true, will you please come back on and just just <laughs> say that out loud? 
Absolutely. Claudia, you were right. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> we just got to get more sound effects going. Next time you're on, Sophie, we're going to have them all on deck. Okay. <laughs> That's all for today here on CityCast Portland. If you enjoyed the show, share it with a friend or leave us a great review. It'll really help us out. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more from around the city. Until then, see you at Slims. <laughs>